Hello and welcome to the Inner Work Conversation. I am Nikki Cross from the future. I'm recording this about 170 episodes in. We're currently in June 2023 and I just thought I'd record an introduction to my earlier episodes for the simple reason my sister was at breakfast the other day in a cafe and she overheard a lady saying to her friend, I have just found the inner work conversation. It's really, really useful. I'm going to go right the way to the beginning and work my way through the episodes. And it immediately made me want to try and contact this lady who I have no idea who she is and be like, no, don't do that. Because this this podcast, it's been going for a few years. And during that time, I have grown. I have changed. I have evolved. I have grown more confident in my abilities and in my competence, not just in my podcasting abilities, but also in what I do with my clients. I've become much more sure about who I best work with, who I best serve, and how we can best have conversations around the topics that are meaningful to the people who I work with. And so it makes me want to go, oh God, no, listen to the more recent episodes. That's where you're going to get your best value. That's where you're going to get your best insights. And it also, to be honest, makes me go, oh, in those older episodes, I sound different. I sound different because I was trying really hard. I was trying really hard to be liked and accepted. I was trying really hard to find my place in this in this space. And I think it comes through. I think that you can hear that. And I'll be honest, there's some old, old episodes that I've gone back and I've thought, oh, that, that's made me cringe or I actually disagree with myself. And so it leaves me with the question, why wouldn't I take the old episodes down? And my simple answer is this. As we all navigate life and business, we all evolve and we all grow. And there is always going to be an older version of us that we wish we'd have said things differently or we wish we'd have done things differently. Like for example, at the beginning of my business, I wish that I'd have been much more confident in who I worked with and how I can serve them and really back in my own, you know, opinions around certain things. But I can't go back. None of us can. None of us can go back to a previous version of ourselves and rewrite time. And so I'm leaving all of my older episodes in for one reason only. And that is because I want you to take these older episodes and take them for what they are, a demonstration of someone growing and evolving and learning in public. And I I say all of this and I introduce this episode with the hope that that not only inspires you, but also helps you to give yourself permission to grow and evolve and learn in public. So many of us just won't put ourselves out there for fear that it's not going to be good enough and you know it's not going to be right and when i when i listen back to my original my my initial podcast episodes it's not good enough and it's not right by my standards now but it was back then everyone has to start somewhere we all have to start somewhere we can't just rock up to something and be who we want to be or have the quality that we want to have from day one. So with what you're about to listen to, please, please know that as these podcasts, as the numbers roll on, the more me you will hear me get, but that's the more me now. Yeah. And that's not to say that there isn't value and insight in these older episodes. It's just letting you know that this is my version of growing and evolving out loud. So with all that said, let's get into the episode.
Hello and welcome to episode four of the Inner Work Conversation, a podcast with busy business owners and leaders in mind. I'm Nikki Cross, owner of Thrive Life and Business, and in today's episode, I'm joined by a very special guest. Jen is a current client of mine and is in month three of a four-month coaching journey and has kindly offered to share her experience of one-to-one coaching. For those of you who are new to my content, either here on the podcast or over on my Instagram, the link to the details of my signature one-to-one coaching package is in the show notes of this episode or in the link of my bio over on Instagram. If you are considering working with me, I have one space left in 2020, so this is absolutely the right episode for you to be tuning into. In today's episode, we discuss how Jen decided coaching was something she wanted to invest in in the first place, what the coaching journey and the investment looks like, how she felt about it, and whether it was worth it, and in Jen's words, what transformation she has seen and how it's impacted her in life and in business. And of course, we're diving into all things inner work with the objective of making you feel empowered and reassured that you're totally not alone. In this episode, we really do share all the nitty gritty juicy details. So if you're tuning in, please click subscribe and don't forget to tag me in your social media platform of choice with where you're listening from and what your key takeaways have been. So before we get stuck in, I'd like to invite Jen to explain how this episode came about. Well, I'd seen that you were going to be doing a podcast and I know that the type of thing I would want to hear is about a client's journey. And one of the things that we have been working on is me embracing vulnerability. So although this is quite scary for me, I felt called really to offer that as part of taking part of embracing vulnerability, doing something that I know scares me and building my trust in myself as part of my journey this was an opportunity for me to do that. I also wanted to be able to express my gratitude to you for the changes that you have helped me make. And I felt like that would be a nice way to give back. I did type the message out and delete it about five times. And then just one day, close my eyes and press send. Um, (laughs) But I know that after this, I will feel proud of myself that I have pushed myself outside of my comfort zone. And it all helps to build that trust in myself that I can do these things. It's safe to do these things and it's nice to be able to give something back as well thank you thank you so much I'm so glad you did you're welcome before we dive into your journey and hear a little bit more about what brought you to even looking at coaching in the first place can you give us a little bit of information just about you and where you're at in your life journey both personally and professionally yeah so I am in a profession worked a long time to get to where I am and it's quite a structured profession and then over the last couple of years as a result of doing well in my job I have then become what you would call an accidental leader so I've been promoted into management and leadership which is something that I haven't had any training in um, and definitely felt that I was lacking in a bit of knowledge and confidence in and that's what brought me to you. Wow so on that note then let's dive straight in How did you find me? But more importantly, what made you even consider coaching as your next investment in yourself? 
But being sort of looking on Instagram, I'd stumbled across some coaches on there and the things that they were sharing really resonated with me. And then I came across you and the things you were talking about felt like you were talking to me. The things that you were discussing about falling into a leadership role, the challenges that you face really felt like exactly what I was dealing with. And I think because I am used to wanting to give everything my best shot and be the best that I possibly can be, I felt like I needed did some extra input to help me be the best I can be in this new role as a leader as Mm. opposed to doing the job that I've been trained in in my profession. Exactly that is definitely something that I see quite often both with senior leaders but also with business owners. It's a big difference right it's different from doing the job whatever the job is in any profession there's a difference between doing the do and then leading And a lot of the time, what happens is we are promoted into a leadership position or we set up our own business, safe in the knowledge that we're really good at the thing that we do. But leadership is a completely different ballgame, right? Yeah, definitely. The challenges you face are so different and it can be easy, I think, to feel overwhelmed with that and out of your depth Mm -hmm. and feel also like you should have all the answers I felt when I was promoted that because I was in that role that I should know everything about that role and how to do it all. And that's one of the biggest things that you've helped me with is having the beginner mindset, the learning mindset that it's okay to not have all the answers and doing my best and wanting to do my best is good enough, really. So you said before, you know, you you saw a lot of coaches on Instagram and you felt like I was talking directly to you. Can you talk me through the next stages? So I'm very keen for people listening in to hear when they make a decision to engage with a coach, what happens then? What happens next? We had the discovery call, which was fantastic. And that for me was really the thing that made me make that investment. Having the opportunity to to talk to you. And it's quite strange, actually, because you were like, tell me what's going on here's your your chance to download and I realize how rarely actually we talk freely like that and have somebody listen and take it all in and what struck me was the way that you listened to everything I was saying and instantly broke it down into the different things I was working on you looked at it in a different way that suddenly made things make a lot more sense to me So that was really helpful. I think as well, it gave me an insight into how you work. It gave us an opportunity to talk. And I felt very, very comfortable with you instantly, which I think is really important because the work does go deep. You do have to talk about a lot of things when you're doing this work. If you want to get the most out of it, it does go really personal. And so I think having that call was the opportunity for for us to speak. And I felt like, yes, I feel comfortable with you and I can go to those places Mm -hmm. with you. Yeah, thank you. You're so right as well. It is a deep journey. I'm very conscious that the work that I do, it would be easy to think about it as it's almost like leadership training, which Mm -hmm. can seem quite cookie cutter here's how to do an appraisal here's how to do a one-to-one although you know I've got 15 years in this stuff I've got all the templates and tools to give you but it's actually not about the tools and the templates yeah they're available to you but this is about you as a leader executing them and so it is so important to get personal and to build that relationship and build that trust 
that I think having that taster call does it does it gives you the insight to know is this going to work for me I personally have been on consultation calls and I know that one of the reasons why people don't book them in is because there's almost a potential sense of obligation or is it going to be salesy or pushy in any way what was your experience there I didn't feel that you were pushy at all. I felt it was very much a two-way thing of you see whether you feel like you're the right fit for me and I see whether I feel like we're we're the right fit for each other really and you emphasised that that was important and Mm -hmm. so I didn't feel under any pressure. I knew that if I felt like it wasn't the right time or we weren't the right fit for each other that you would say that's fine, totally respect that decision. And so I think that was really important actually because it can be quite daunting to take that step but knowing that there's no obligation and knowing that you're not going to take it personally you're not going to be kind of hounding me afterwards saying why don't you do this it was very clear that you come from a place of integrity in everything you do and that it has to feel right for people and that really came across I felt Thank you. It's so important that I think one of the things that I want to comment on there is when you are investing in yourself, this is the type of work that you have to want to do because it's uncomfortable some of the time. You have to want to do it because you have to stick with it and you have to trust that person that they've got you during those times, during those times where it does get difficult and it does get uncomfortable, that you can rely on them to be that support for you. And also from my perspective, energetically, I don't want to engage with clients who aren't available for that level of investment. I don't mean financially there, I mean energetically. Are they available for the transformation? Because I'll be honest, I first engaged in my own personal coaching journey. And up until that point, I was still investing in myself, but that was by way of books. That was by way of watching YouTube videos, registering onto webinars and training. What would you say is the biggest difference between investing in yourself in that way and coaching? I think you need the accountability of a coach. And I think you need someone who sees through your own bullshit. You will say to me, no, actually you're saying that, but that's not really what you mean. And you can't do that. You can journal as much as you want. You can read as many books. That's where I was. I was reading all the books and learning all the things, but actually implementing it. And then when you get stuck, you're on hand I can go oh I'm feeling like this today or this has come up today and you've got somebody there who is able to support you I think that is it has massively accelerated my development and journey you know I've been reading books for a couple of years probably in these areas but the change I've seen in the last two to three months is so much more than I you know would have done in 10 years of reading books that's so lovely to hear And yes, we all have our own bullshit and it's really easy to believe it. One of the objectives that I have when I take on any new client is when they leave me at whatever point that is, it's a minimum of a four month journey, but at whatever point it is that they leave me, I always want them to be able to have upskilled in that specific area. You should be leaving me having a more accurate bullshitometer than you did when you joined. that's good to hear so you had your consultation call your discovery call and then you decided to sign off what's the process like from that what was it like I know what it's like but what for you (laughs) and for everyone listening can you just talk us through what do you do what happens when you sign off 
So there was lots of um, work to do before our first call that you sent out. And I was really amazed with how much there was to do in a good way. I instantly felt the value of the investment. I instantly was like, wow, there's all the sort of personality tests. Um, and then the consultation form, which was like, it made me think. It really made me think. And even that, I was learning things about myself, things that you asked me to do, like the Enneagram test, mm -hmm. which then led me to learn so much about myself. And that's all before the first call. It also helped me to kind of focus on what are the things that I want to look at? What do I want to get out of this experience? So I didn't feel like I was kind of coming into the first call blind. I'd set out, I'd really thought about what I wanted to achieve, what was holding me back. And that then meant that you kind of hit the ground running. I feel that in that first session, you know so much about me already from all of that. Yeah. And it means that we can kind of get cracking straight away. I mean, what struck me was when we set out after that first call, my goals, and you sent it to me to look over. And I was like, yeah, we've hit the nail on the head. There's no way I could have done that by myself. There were things on there that when I read them, I thought, yeah, of course, that's what I'm looking for. I never would have identified it by myself. Mm, yeah. So what Jen means with that goals document is we set up a table. It has five columns. And in the first column are your goals. So the key areas, usually I only allow three or four key areas that you really want to see progression for yourself over a four month period. And that's exactly what we do, right? We, we every single month, we revisit those goals and we track progress really simply. It's just scale of one to 10, isn't it? Yeah. A lot of the things that we're working on can be really subjective. So I think for, if I use the example of health and fitness coaches, you would have really tangible, objective goals that you set. I want to lose X amount of kilograms by this amount of time. We're not doing that here. We're saying things like, I want to feel more assertive, make better decisions, feel more confident. And so what our job is, what my job is at the beginning of that process is to really nail in black and white what the area is and then I provide statements don't I of this is what that thing sounds like at the end of your journey and what that allows my clients to do is assess how close to that statement they feel and that's really helpful because we know that's where you're headed and we know that's what you're working towards. But it means that it's less subjective and less wishy-washy than just, I just want to feel better at this particular area. Yeah, absolutely. I knew that I was feeling more confident in myself. But when we did from month one to month two, the scores were going from like twos and threes out of 10 to sixes and sevens out of 10. And it was that that really showed me the amount of progress I've made in that short space of time. And I think that's really important because it, it spurs you on to keep going because you think, wow, I've come this far in this time. How much further can I go in the rest of my journey? So before we leave the beginning of the journey, it is a significant investment. So Jen joined my one-to-one -one program on the current pricing structure at this stage is £499 a month and the minimum investment is four months. How did that feel for you? Was that a normal investment for you to make? No, absolutely not. That, I've never spent that kind of money on myself. Uh, so it was a big deal. 
but it was also a big commitment to myself. It was a little bit of a, I feel like this is the right thing to do. I'm going to close my eyes and just go for it. And I have to say, I don't regret it at all. Making that commitment to myself, placing that value in myself has been really important, I think, for my self-esteem. And I have to say that the value, you can't really put a value on the benefit of this work, I don't think. But I am amazed at what I've got out of it for that investment. It was well worth the money. So a question that we haven't prepared for, but um, I really want to ask on that note is who is this not for? Who shouldn't make this investment? I think it's not for you if you're doing it for someone other than you. So for example, whilst this work is benefiting the business I work in immeasurably, it's actually not for them. I'm not doing it to tick a box. I'm not doing it because I feel like I should. I'm doing it for me because I want to feel that I am the best leader that I can be. So I think it has to come from a place of wanting to develop yourself, not feeling like you should do it, Mm -hmm. feeling that you genuinely want to do it. And also the skills, then you take them into all areas of your life. So it's improved my relationships with people. One of the biggest things that I have learned from my work with you is about the power of vulnerability. And that has made me personally be a lot more vulnerable in my personal relationships and I'm seeing now the the ripple effect of that because people close to me are feeling able to be a little bit more vulnerable talk about their feelings more so it does really reach really far and I think you have to really want to do it for yourself a lot so much of it is mindset work it's about how you think and how you feel it goes back into your childhood and your conditioning and the way you've been brought up and so I think you have to really want to do it and be prepared to go deep And because it's deep work, has there been any stages where you've thought, wow, you know, this is this is actually quite tricky? There have been. I think looking back at what has made me the way that I am. And then I think on a day to day basis, there's the struggle between when a situation arises, you want to go to your familiar patterns. You want to go back to the thing that, you know, because that's comfortable this work is challenging you to look at it in a different way and approach it differently but that is a struggle every day I have to make a choice when I'm faced with those situations do I go with what's comfortable and easy but I know isn't really effective or do I be brave use the tools that you've given me and I mean the great thing is that you are on hand with voice notes so I know we've had it recently where something actually really specific came up and I was like Nikki this is what's happened and you were on hand with really practical advice so I've come to you with practical problems and you have practical solutions and I've also come to you with oh my head's in the hole today I'm in the mush And you have the mindset tools as well. So I think whatever's going on, knowing that I can go to you and you actually have things to help, that's incredible. That level of support. And and we've sort of joked about how things keep coming up. (laughs) It's a bit like, oh, here you go. You think you've sorted that. Have, Have a go at this. And it's ongoing all the time. Yeah. And always will be, right? A common misconception of any personal development journey is that we're going to box something off and it's going to be wrapped up with a bow on it with a tick in the box. You know, I've completed that now and that's me done forever. But personal growth just doesn't work like that. It just doesn't. You know, it's an ongoing journey that there's an acceptance that we're going to go from A to B during our time together and you're going to leave with tools that will serve you with your ongoing development journey. 
think as well when certain professions you are used to completing something finishing it ticking that box and it's done and so that is a challenge as well in itself in accepting that there is always things to learn and room to grow before we wrap up you're at month three of a four-month journey and I'd just really like to hear your thoughts on where you're at now the progress you've made the transformation that you've made and where you see your next steps I think that the the changes have all been internal and in my mindset and one of the biggest things that I've developed is trust in myself and that is something that I know is going to carry me through so much in the future one of the main things that I used to do is I used to look at a goal that I wanted and it looked so far away and there was so much to do and it was so intimidating and I just wouldn't even start. Whereas now I've developed the mindset where I know I just need to put one foot in front of the other, just keep going and I trust that I will get there. And now have trust in myself that whatever situation comes up, I can deal with it. And that is something that is incredible that in three months I've gone from doubting myself so much, feeling like I had to have all the answers. And now I know that that's something that's going to carry, you know, stay with me for the rest of my life, that I know that I can do it. I have that really deep trust in myself now. Oh, how incredible. It is such an honour and a privilege to do this work. So thank you. And thank you so much for your honesty and sharing everything that you have with us today. You're welcome. I hope you enjoyed today's episode as much as I did. I am truly grateful for Jen's honesty in sharing her experience. As I said at the beginning, there is one space left to work with me in 2020. So if you like what you heard today, why not book in a consultation call with me and see if one-to-one coaching is right for you. Or if you think another business owner or leader would benefit from working with me, share this episode with them. I'm loving hearing your feedback on the episode so far. So don't forget to click subscribe and keep tagging me with your key takeaways. Finally, if you do want to stay updated with me and what I'm up to, I'll leave all the links to my social media accounts in the show notes, or you can head over to tlb.org.uk. Thanks for tuning in and I'll see you in the next episode.